Welcome to episode 10 of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Uh, this is a very special episode because today I'm joined by Dorian Bell, as usual, my co-host. Um, and then we're also joined by Leonard Klossner, uh, who is uh, at Communicating Vessels on Instagram. Uh, how are you gentlemen doing today? Very good. I am still here. We're we're on episode ten. It's impressive. I didn't think we'd get this far. Yeah, uh, this is this is a lot farther than I expected we'd get as well. Uh, to answer your question, Leonard, I'm doing fine, thank you. Um, but yeah, episode ten is uh, it's a pretty good uh, pretty good milestone for us. Uh, that means that we've wasted approximately like eighteen, nineteen hours of our time. Um, how, how does that make you feel? First off, Dorian. Well, um, it makes me feel complicated um i'm 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 wondering though you you know we 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 have we have a certain time wasting plan coming up in the future should we keep that under wraps or should we tell people about that now um let's let's keep the the big plan under wraps Um, awesome and i feel great about the amount of time that i've wasted but i feel like i'm gonna waste so so much more oh yeah and it's just gonna be really bad (laughs) uh for me and for you and for everyone involved definitely yeah, definitely right now i feel great will not uh will not appreciate what we do yeah um yeah so yeah uh so news news updates for the uh for the the, the benzo rehab dungeon um dorian will be uh joining me in person uh as of this friday so um literally living in studio literally living in studio which you know to be fair is a bedroom in the first place so not don't tell uh, them that we that we lost so much clout as soon as you said I that know, right but i mean, I mean <laughs> this is my mom's basement <laughs> thank you <laughs> now you fit in with theory Graham. it's perfect yeah yeah got yeah um and then uh, uh another update I, I we'll do we'll do a little teaser for content that's soon to come uh you and i uh sometime at the end of this month uh, beginning of next month are going to go on a camping trip uh while we're out there we plan on uh, recording a fireside chat which uh, may include video depending on when my uh when my fancy camera comes in um so it's true we just have to find a nice uh, outlet somewhere in the trees and uh, <laughs> then we'll be able to record anything we want yeah I, I think we're planning on doing it all uh all through solar power or something uh Ooh. very green oh man that's that's not true i don't have any solar power um we'll, we'll just see how long your battery lasts i guess for you just use the use the the all giving energy of the solar anus Ooh, yes we'll uh we'll we'll expose our buttholes to the sun during the day and discharge that energy during the night <laughs> um, in each other's faces uh back more on topic uh leonard would you like to maybe tell us a little bit about yourself um what what you do what you like who your dad is uh what I, what i'm like i'm i'm pretty uh just a 
small time, small time writer trying to, uh, trying to hit the big time. Really. Damn. That's all I got to say. Okay. Uh, and are you, are you planning on, are you planning on moving to Hollywood in pursuit of that uh, goal or are you going to do it? Like- uh, probably New York. Once the, once Penguin gets back to me about the terms of the contract. Oh, okay. Not very nice. So, so you have an actual deal lined up with Penguin or, or is that just a joke? Yeah, New York bestseller and the Penguin contracts. It's all in the world. <laughs> all big right, announcement. Yeah. Big announcement for all my followers listening. What's uh what's what's the, what's the book titled that we that we can be on the lookout for? I can't. I just got to stay under wraps for oh, now. Okay. The the NDA is still in effect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So I guess uh, I guess we'll move on to the show. Uh, this is going to be a uh, kind of a variety hour sort of thing, like we did a couple episodes ago uh, with uh, Brad Danzens. Um, People come to us for filler. Yes, people come to us for filler, uh, which is what uh, this channel is all about. Um, Ironically, no woman has ever come to me for that. <laughs> it's a small penis joke. Filler, I joke hardly know her. Now we're a real radio show. Yeah. We, no, man, do we have like a do we have a air horn to play after no, I make I, a? I didn't get joke? enough time to set it up. Oh, uh, the the program I, the program I was looking at was uh, not going to work because it was like going to be bound all my my keys over Hold here. On. Hold on, maybe maybe uh, maybe Leonard and I can do this together. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could go to like rapairhorn.com, I think. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but. All right, so, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say some kind of thing about how small my dick is, and you're just gonna make a fart joke, uh, make a fart noise. Okay? Just, uh, yeah, all right. So I got a, I got a tiny peepee. <laughs> oh, you're listening to Benzo Rehab, don't you? <laughs> uh, cool, excellent work over there, gentlemen. Right. That uh, that sounded like a clown fart, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, let's let's go ahead and dive into some uh, some news uh, things. We we kind of took an extended break because uh, you've been busy um, and uh, getting prepared for your move and everything. So why are you sharing porn on the shared screen, Michael? <laughs> oh, 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 that's that's the wrong one. Sorry, that's uh, that's that's for later. Um, uh, just just to clarify for the listeners, yeah, I, I mean, I we've taken a break from podcasting because I've been moving, but also. Uh, you have you you've placed a, a forced hold on me uh, paying any attention to the news during that period. I did. Which yes, I did. Um, is not entirely possible. So so you know it's it's kind of faulty because I do exist on the internet. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, was, I have I done the best I can. You're right. And I feel healthy. And okay. I want I want to I want to stop that. Yeah, I, I actually did that for your benefit. I didn't need you to avoid any particular news. I just thought it would be good for you. And I'm I'm a sociopath who uh, takes the initiative with other people's health. <laughs> hey, speaking of sociopaths that take the initiative with other people's health, uh, let's go ahead and check in with Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a feeling his journey to the underworld would be uh, one of the topics. Uh, so it, sadly, it appears he has recovered, according to uh, <laughs> uh, his daughter Michaela. Uh, this is this is a post from um, Michaela Peterson's Instagram. Instagram. Um, so it starts out: uh, I had COVID nineteen. This is what I looked like during it. Although there were, uh, man, basic English. Although there were definitely rougher looking puffier days as if this year couldn't get any weirder my family caught coronavirus in belgrade 
long story. I, I, um, my family caught coronavirus. Just the whole the whole yeah, family. The whole family. That we'll, rules. We'll, we'll get into the uh, the possible root causes of why coronavirus showed up in the uh, the Peterson family. Is, um, is it? Never mind. I'm not going to make the, the obvious jokes here. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Please um, continue. <laughs> don't don't act like we're above obvious jokes. First off. Uh, so long story short, we got to Belgrade and the country was completely open. No mask necessary. A month later, everything shut down again after elections. Politics. We all went back into quarantine because we were with my dad and he's high risk. He already had pneumonia this year. Ten days into the strict quarantine, and I mean strict, we didn't go outside of the property. My toddler got symptoms of, of a flu, swiftly followed by the rest of us. Turns out a lot of people in Belgrade caught it. She must have caught it at the playground. Dad's doctor immediately told us it was COVID, and I full-on didn't believe him for two weeks. It was too mild for me, I thought. During that two-week period, I had symptoms like nausea, bloating, diarrhea, stuffy nose, puffy face, skin breakouts, muscle weakness, a few days of a slight temperature, and a very, very slight wheeze for two days. Not the worst virus I've had in the last year. Although the symptoms lasted longer, off and on for 18 days, and there's still lingering bloating. So go to the nice. next screenshot. Yeah. Nothing to worry about then. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Th- those all seem like really mild symptoms too. Like, just, just some just... residual bloating is all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, my dad caught it too, and he didn't have many symptoms either. When they did a CT scan, they said 40% of his lungs were affected. However, his breathing was fine. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) They treated him just in case. The meds dad was put on to treat it seemed to be harsher than the actual virus. He's okay now too. I used to be an at-risk person. I was on immune suppressants. I've had bronchitis at least 12 times, pneumonia 3X, and I've been hospitalized for it once. I still stand by my previous complaints about locking down countries. I'm sorry to anyone who has experienced the worst case of the virus or who has lost anyone to it. That's miserable. So is suicide from lockdown anxiety and lifelong neuroticism from children growing up in a lockdown, though upside down smiley face i think that uh that upside denotes, down smiley face yeah that denotes uh oh yeah yeah yes okay i know the yeah, one i've yeah. been flirted with before <laughs> that's yeah that's what that's what girls always say like oh i really like you too upside down smiley face <laughs> wait are you is that, uh, we'll, we'll, is that talk, we'll talk about it offline buddy uh, perhaps if we focused on making people healthier, healthier, the world wouldn't be so screwed up by a virus that doesn't really kill healthy people. Yikes, I went there. Video of the experience on YouTube. Yikes. I, I love... Um, yeah, just throw for, me some thoughts here. So the, the, the first thing that comes to, to my mind is, is just how interesting it is that uh, a lot of these theoretically uh politically neutral but very much not politically neutral people <laughs> like uh the the petersons uh and rogan uh seem really obsessed with the preventative care part of oh absolutely uh, because the, it's, the it's not problem. real with stuff like this so well like the, the pe- people saying that it's not real is, is, is one thing uh and you know that's yeah, that's that's a big thing. No, no, no. I mean, but, preventative care isn't a real thing with this. 
Well, I mean, to, to, to some slight degree it is, but, but not, ne- not nearly to the point that they're saying it is right. right. Where, yeah. where Rogan is so obsessed with this idea of, of everyone keeping their immune systems up. And I guess that's more or less what she's pointing out too. And it's, it's somehow an innately in some ways conservative thought because of the fact that it's literally looking back and saying like, well, we shouldn't be doing anything in response. We should have just, you know, things should have been good enough to begin with uh, to, to handle something like this. But at the same time, they're also the people that would uh, vehemently oppose any kind of government programs in order to uh, instate better preventative care. <laughs> right. Uh, that's, that's my first response to it. Uh, okay. Well, the, the, that's just the classic, classic liberal position, right? The secret right. classical liberal um, well, and it's all about individual responsibility, I guess, just making sure that you as an individual are healthy enough to resist this, uh, well, this easy, this easy virus. Yeah. yeah, it just makes you puffy. Well, cause she was an at-risk person, you know, and um, I mean, I like how she tried to like implicitly at first, like downplay it, like it wasn't that harmful, but then at the very end, she lets a mask fall a little bit. Doesn't really kill healthy people, yikes. I went there. <laughs> It lets the mask fall. Let's yeah. Ma- yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, so, so her her story with immunosuppressants, I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it, isn't it that she had some kind of rheumatoid issue? Uh, she had like a... Yeah, I, a, I believe it was something along something. those lines. And, and part of what she claims is a cure, I believe, is their, their all beef Eating diet. Beef. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, the lion diet or whatever I, it's I, called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing helps to uh, reduce in inflammation like eating nothing but fucking beef that'll help her with the bloating she's experienced (laughs) i'm surprised she didn't take this as an opportunity to plug her her diet or her business that's what i was waiting for yeah yeah that that is uh i've been eating an all-meat diet for however long and all i've only experienced these symptoms it's interesting because i i had what i presume to be covid um back in early april uh and uh out of all of the symptoms that I had, you know, puffiness and bloating weren't necessarily ones that I've noticed, though I am something of an alcoholic. So that I guess it's something that I, yeah. I just kind of noticed in the territory there. Anyway, uh, except for during hangovers, and I'm just spelt because I have no liquid in my body. But that's when, um, I, that's when I look my best, too. Yeah, right. But uh, but it's it's interesting that someone would notice the, the bloating issue when they have a diet that consists of things that just make you must make you the most constipated person in the world. Um, Cause the I've, done, I've done keto and probably stuff. Probably honestly like a gift at that point. Right. But maybe not because I've done keto and it makes you shit your fucking brains out, but uh, that's because of all the added fats and right, stuff. So yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's uh, if beef is just, that's complicated, you know, uh, your 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 uh, your bowel movements and and meat. This is a compl- complicated topic. I want you guys' opinions on. Well, so I'll be honest because I have a thyroid disorder oh. and I deal with like inflammation too. Like my body attacks my thyroid system, and uh, I get like swelling on my lymph nodes. So I tried it, not having anything to do with like her. This was before I knew the whole Peterson family was doing it. Before I joined the family, and. Um, so I tried it for maybe two months. The, the all beef thing or keto? Yeah, or? all beef. Oh, interesting. All beef and stuff like that. And it's like weight loss was 
I lost a lot of weight because you don't hold any water yeah. really as yeah, much because yeah, yeah. you don't have as, as much glycogen from carbs. Right. I prop man, I was shitting pellets though. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't have like really like normal solid bowel movements. Interesting. Except like maybe once a week. Other than that, it was like there's no fiber nothing. or anything. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't feel like constipation. Okay. I'll just be like, it's been a while. I think I need to take a, I think I need to take a shit. Yeah. And I'm, you know, <laughs> trying to make something happen and, uh, oh no, I'm good. Yeah. I actually, now that I think about it. So when I was doing keto, I never did the all beef thing. And when I was doing that, I was mostly eating uh, chicken and pork. So it's, it's hard to say, uh, but uh, all I remember is when you first were getting keto adapted, you would have mud butt like crazy. And then after that, I don't know what my movements were like. So maybe I was not pooping anymore. Yeah. I heard maybe you have bad stopped. stomach issues when you start, which I didn't, yeah. which I didn't, I didn't have when I started. I think it's all the added fat with keto versus just the, the beef thing, because it's just like, the amount of because at least at the start, and then people started uh, actually reading science, uh, and dietitians started actually commenting on it, realizing that uh, it doesn't work this way. But people at first were really paranoid. It's back to this thing. Um, <laughs> but people were were really paranoid where they thought that if you consumed enough protein, that your body would would perform gluconeogenesis and break down the protein and turn it into glycogen and glucose. Um, which is true, but not not enough to, to kick you up ketosis. But it, it would make it so that people who were doing keto were consuming such extraordinary amounts of fat versus protein that all it all it's going to do is fuck up your stomach. Well, yeah, um, I knew someone who would do like uh, keto bombs or whatever they're called. Right. It's like a ball of fucking butter and like yeah. bacon, or just to bomb your body with like fat. Right, right. Or these these idiots doing that. I, I was never this bad. Like I tried, I tried to be a mildly intelligent person about this. But the people doing bulletproof coffee oh, and shit, yeah. like just dropping sticks of fucking butter into their coffee incredible i love it i fucking love That's, people yeah i mean I'm, I'm a fan of cooking with butter but uh i, oh, I, draw, yeah. I draw the line at uh entire sticks for stuff i'll drop a whole stick in for a sauce but i'm not putting it in my coffee <laughs> <laughs> i mean it depends on the uh the volume of the sauce for me it depends on the coffee but true. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, I would never actually mix butter with coffee. I wouldn't actually drink coffee in the first place. I hate coffee. But oh yeah, um, that's a weird thing about you. It is a weird thing about me because I do, I do like very earthy uh, earthy drinks in general. But uh, coffee just isn't the one for me. You know what I'm gonna do when I move in with you? You're gonna try to. I'm gonna start drinking. Uh, no, I'm gonna start drinking uh, this this niche Ethiopian coffee that uses soured butter. Uh, in it just so I can haunt you. I'm just oh, going to okay. follow you around the house drinking my sour butter coffee. That, <laughs> that sounds more like a punishment for you than me. That's how that's how <laughs> my cruelty works. It, it, if it doesn't hurt for me, it, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Fair enough. Um, Let's so, move on. So back to uh, <laughs> back to Michaela Peterson. Um, would anybody like to hazard a guess of where maybe uh, COVID-19 uh, entered the Peterson family from? What do you think, Leo? Leonard? 
I don't know. It was Belgrade, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> so, so the anniversary is, party uh, in Belgrade. Yeah. So this is uh, this is Michaela Peter. This is a picture of Michaela Peterson and her uh, um, husband, I guess, Andre Korakov. Uh, I knew he was a Slav. I could tell. Oh yeah, he's he's super Russian. Just wait until you wait, wait until you uh, uh, hear hear this this caption. This is another lengthy one that she posted, uh, July fifteenth. Uh, so it starts out with a uh, happy anniversary at Andrei Korakov. This is my first wedding anniversary and I've been married for three years. How does that work? Life is complicated. <laughs> when Andre, 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 whatever. When Andre and I met, we argued about Stalin all night. I think he's been brainwashed. He disagrees and accuses me of the same. He told me he had to immigrate after the wall fell and his family had to start again in Canada. He told me he'd been shot at as a kid. He has black belts. He practices sword work. (laughs) (laughs) So he studies the blade. Uh, (laughs) He's a really cool guy. Um, But but what's interesting in this first little paragraph here is that he appears to be uh, maybe pro-communist to some degree. Um, right, he's a tanky. It sounds like. Yeah, he he is a tanky. Uh, from from everything I understand about him, I looked into this a little bit. And uh, what's what's Jordan Peterson's uh, big bugaboo? Is it well? Is it communism? Well, does it, perhaps. Doesn't does I? Yeah, I know he's got a big stance against all that and cultural Marxism and Stalinism and all that stuff. But doesn't he collect a lot of like? Oh yeah, so yeah. No, he's he's like insane, oh, and he has like a right. bunch of portraits of uh, like Marx and Stalin and Lenin around his house. Yeah, and some shit. that might be just him like going into the belly of the beast. Well, though. it's like how I spend right. all day imbibing news that I hate. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to, per, per my understanding of Peterson's home, it's it's actually like entirely inundated uh, with a whole bunch of Soviet propaganda and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. it's a it's a museum to to uh, yeah. to communism, which is bizarre. Yeah. It, it is bizarre. Um, I, I think he just keeps I, it around also so he can like constantly be afraid of communism or something. I don't know. I mean, my my entire home is uh, full of pictures of uh, of asses. Because <laughs> of the thing that happened to me. Because I'm afraid of asses. That's, that's what I'm saying. Um, so we'll we'll continue with uh, Michaela Peterson's uh, a little little diatribe here. Uh, he scared me. He told me he had a demon in him named Igor. Oh, no. <laughs> it didn't seem like a joke. He wasn't like anyone I'd met, and I didn't know what to make make of it. I got pregnant with Scarlett after eight months of dating this strange Russian man. It was terrifying. We decided to have her. I couldn't bear any other thought, and we got married despite intense pressure from his family. They think I'm a cult leader. Angel emoji. We separated about a year after Scarlett was born. It was awful. It was me, really. I ran. We started working together. He runs the business side of Jordan B. Peterson's enterprise. He's a business consultant, and we negotiated a separated family. We argued daily for a year. Intense arguments. It took us a year and a half to sort through our issues. Many, if not most of them, mine. He never once left, though. Even when we were separated, he was the only person I could rely on. I didn't understand it. Once I trusted him enough, once I'd run him through the mill, sad face, once he showed me I could rely on him, I suppose, we got back together. 
it happened in a day. Then instead of des- a desperately needed family life, he helped save my dad instead. After one week, we went to Russia to get medical help. <laughs> this explains so much. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Uh, we wouldn't have been able to get the care we received if it wasn't for his friendships and diplomacy. He can negotiate better than anyone I've met. Everyone likes well, he, him. He uses the blade for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all the karate training that he got. He's got a black belt in diplomacy. Uh, as a dad, he's... In, oh, wait, I think I missed... No, no, I didn't. As a dad, he's incredible. Endless patience, kindness, and care. I'm so lucky. I don't know anyone else who would choose to put up with me for my entire life. Thanks for choosing me and sticking through it. I can't believe you have. It's been a wild ride. Here's to our first or third anniversary. I love you and Igor. That poor fucking guy. Oh, yeah. You know what most people would have posted on something like this? Happy anniversary, honey. (laughs) Did you know this guy thinks he's full of demons? (laughs) I fucking hated this guy, and we separated, argued all the time. We disagree on everything. Why didn't she under- Jesus. Well, with how much detail she gave, why did she not get into in any more detail the fact that he has a demon inside of him? I, I, I desperately want to know more to- about that. The nicest person you'll ever meet and twisted fucking psychopath. Right. Andre has two wolves inside of him. Uh, they're both one of them is Andre, demons, one of them is Igor. One has a black belt. Who who wins? The one you feed more beef. <laughs> also, I, I, love, I can be your angel or your demon. Um <laughs> I, I love that he is so in, in the picture because this is on Instagram. Um, yeah. He's, he's holding a bottle of Grey Goose. Yep. Uh, and I just, oh, and she's, she's smoking hookah. Like they're both holding drugs that they're imbibing at the moment, and, so, but, but they're, but they're drugs that are so perfect for their personalities because there's, she is absolutely a hookah girl. Yeah. And this demon named Igor, it's, I mean, he's holding Grey Goose. So. I'm not drinking. Igor is drinking. <laughs> uh, Just a whole so, bottle. It does. This is them a couple of weeks before uh, her entire family got uh, diagnosed with COVID. So it's um, the moment she contracted and it. They're, they're in the middle of a crowded hookah bar. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I wonder how that, that came about. Oh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Igor's yeah. giving it to her right there in the picture. Oh, man. Yeah. What's I, I wonder if I wonder if they have like a like a uh, a bull cuck relationship in that whole thing. Like Igor is like <laughs> Igor well, comes I mean, out every now and then. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man. So so these are incredibly good brained people that uh people uh should take advice from is is basically the the takeaway from this, I I believe. Well you can tell by the length of the post that she's smart. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it takes That's a very complicated uh, complicated intellectual person to to write that much. <laughs> See here here's here's my big question about this is whether or not Michaela's uh uh, increasing presence in Peterson's brand and kind of occlusion of, as far as I'm aware, 
Right. Uh, whether or not that helps uh, Dr. Peterson uh, and his brand or whether or not it's it's causing it to kind of collapse. Because she is, she I, I has believe. that like, she's, she's like the conservative blonde haired hot chick. So like that certainly goes along with like the Fox News crowd and stuff like that. But, but at the same time, like most of Peterson's incel kind of followers and stuff, I can't imagine are, are like that happy to have her as no, the, the flag uh, th- this carrier, is, right? This was something I was going to bring up. Uh, there's, there's a lot of rumors swirling around about this, uh, this whole dynamic here. Um, that she's like a uh, 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 weekend at Bernie'sing his her father. Or? Uh, essentially, uh, there there's there's been the accusation thrown around that she has like a kind of like a, a Munchausen by proxy syndrome sort of thing, where but, she's yes. she's kind of keeping her dad sick because it helps her get more attention. And uh, dude, and she's a secret tanky, probably. A little she's, bit. I mean, she's she's married to one, so yes. That's that's oh either a very complicated uh, relationship, which I mean, it's a three way relationship already, so that's complicated. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Peterson is being abused by his daughter, who's being abused by Andre, who's being abused by Igor, who's being abused by the Holy Spirit, probably. Uh, or uh, his the, drinking the problem. Of, uh, the ghost of Stalin or Mr. The ghost of Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Stalin or maybe the ghost of like uh, uh, Gorbachev. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> why is why is the concept of the ghost of Stalin like irritating people in clubs so funny to me? <laughs> uh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I, I I thought you would enjoy uh, that little that little uh, uh, foray into the Peterson world. It's it's been giving me a lot of pleasure. Yeah, it's been a oh well. I I just realized I'm going to be quoting the line here. It's been a wild ride. Uh, she <laughs> says it herself. I was uh, yeah. With, with with Peterson, especially his medically induced coma, oh, his chronic sure. addiction, his his wife having cancer, and now the whole family's got COVID. You know, it really would have been a good idea for uh, for Doctor Doctor Peterson to have his uh, his house in order. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe so, if he stood up straighter and cleaned his room a little bit more, his uh, shoulders back a little bit more, he yeah. wouldn't have caught it. Let, uh, let me also point out uh, really quickly sure. um, the, the the top comment uh, on this that yeah, I just I saw. It's uh, oh, it's. Yeah. I'm not going to say who it is because I, I don't want to like. I don't want to boost someone who who's either just a misogynist or a, a Peterson supporter who's also a misogynist. The person below. Oh my is god! Also like- oh, they're both great. Yeah, let me let's let's both do one. Um, so the first one says, "So she doesn't listen to her father, is it? And what's with her look? As in, like I don't know, just <laughs> yeah. long blonde hair and uh, her boobs are exposed. Yeah, yeah she's wearing a too low much cut top. Yeah, it looks all right." Not a woman of God. Not a woman of God. <laughs> not how a woman of God. And, well, yeah, that's we, chaos. We, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, w- whenever I look at cleavage, that's exactly what I think of. I think of chaos. <laughs> I mean, to be and, fair, uh, her, her entire post does kind of maybe uh, prove some aspect of uh, Peterson's uh, chaos, like dragon stuff. Dude, I mean, okay, she's uh, some we, wacky we, shit, man. We've said it a thousand times. Where you know the the thing about people like Peterson, or you know maybe people who are a little less harmful, but like I don't know, Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson and like the whole atheist crew and shit like that. 
is that uh, they're saying things that are not that controversial or crazy or anything like that. But as soon as they initially say that first helpful thing, like clean your room, they start saying crazy bullshit. Yeah, and so like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely uh, clean your uh, room. The, well, they're both improving. Also, gets their own I've points. got a uh, demon named Igor inside me. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? Uh, but what's, what's the second one? Uh, well, the second one, I would suggest you look at your father's rule number six. They're only like, <laughs> listen to your father. Right. Rule number six, too. Set your, <laughs> set your house in perfect. Yeah, recite. They know the fucking rule by number. <laughs> set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Clearly, you have not set you house in perfect order. I think, I think we need to add a couple of more rules. Um, so, so there's 12 rule, rules for life, right? Yeah. Uh, rule rule thirteen is eat only beef and uh, <laughs> and uh, gain a benzo addiction. Um, so rule so number fourteen would be go to Russia and get a get put into a coma. <laughs> so I, I mean I, I'm looking up right now how long twelve rules for life is because I know it's long. Okay, it's four hundred and forty eight pages. That's a- has twelve rules inside of it. Yeah. So how many how All many pages is that per is, rule? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's like thirty seven pages uh, per rule. So rule six is all it is. That, that's just taken out of the Bible. It's just uh, uh, don't comment on a splinter in someone else someone's eye when you have a log in your own. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's all it is is a rewriting of that. And so I, I wonder how many of the other rules, I should go through this, but I wonder how many of the other rules are just like very, very simple statements that Jesus made that were turned into 40 page essays. Oh yeah. No, I, I would, I would believe a fair amount of them are, or at least right, uh, right. marginally attributable to, to the Bible in some way. Or just like, like a rule, like freedom is good. And then they just fucking Ooh, go off on damn, some that's a good bizarre one. tirade. Yeah. Um, well, there were some of them that were like, don't bother kids when they're skateboarding uh-huh. and like pet a cat when you see one. Right. Yeah, I, pet, I know pet that's a cat yeah. when you see one, I think is the last rule. Correct. Or that's who, awesome. who cares if it's correct or not. Right. Both those are entirely true. <laughs> well, yeah, I just wonder how I didn't much need to read like, any amount of pages to know that. And I, I like petting cats. I just see Jordan Peterson's year, his disastrous year, like only strengthening his brand because his whole brand is just about like chaos and facing the darkness and defeating the dragon to get the gold that it guards and like all of this, which is exactly what he's he's gone into the underworld to rescue the father. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that's the whole uh, monomyth thing. Right. And, and, And by the way, what's the fucking the name of the Rick and Morty guy? Um, Rick, the creator. Yeah, the creator. Dan Harmon. Dan oh, Harmon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say something that'll piss off all of our one fan probably, but fuck Dan Harmon. Okay. Uh, and I'm only saying that because he claimed to have invented the hero's journey in Monomath, which proves what a fucking fraud he is. Yeah, I don't know um, about that. But fuck that guy, because that's exactly what Jordan Peterson bases his entirely entire career off of. And I'm sure that Mr. Jordan Peterson, who I like a lot more than Dan Harmon, apparently. He that belongs to him. That belongs to him. No, it belongs to uh, George Lucas, actually. Uh, So both of them can go fuck themselves because I'm a huge Star Wars fan now. Uh, George, the first time in my life I decided I like Star Wars. 
Was that? I said George Lucas can also go fuck himself. They're they're all. I mean, who else do we have then? <laughs> ourselves. That's that's the lesson today. That's true. We have that's nothing true. but ourselves, but, and we don't even really have that. But I mean, so 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 uh, all of that that weird shit that I just said that I I, I don't know what I mean and what I don't. Please yeah. forgive me if I made you angry. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But the, the, the monomyth, the, the hero's journey that all of these people are work, basing all of their work on, it's like the most basic narrative structure. Uh, and sure. it, it kind of comes from Campbell. I mean, he was the person that kind of phrased it in that. It probably comes more from Frazier. But, um, but the, the idea is essentially that, that most narratives, at least most uh, folkloric narratives uh follow the structure of of someone uh appears in the world uh they then wander away from their world find themselves in a, a land of darkness or they die or they go over a threshold into some evil place they experience chaos and evil and yada yada they leave this space with some kind of boon they bring it back to their world and this thing repeats over and over and over again and it describes the basic human struggle and what it is to improve yourself and what it is to advance in life. And it's the most basic form of self-help that has ever existed per these people. There's some problems with viewing every story as the monomyth, but it is very easy and convenient to do because the fact that, you know, everything has to do with some kind of conflict. So it appears everywhere you want it to appear. Um, but it's, it's so interesting to me that every so many years, someone crops up either in popular media or in pop philosophy or sociology, uh, anthropology, whatever, who abuses the fuck out of this monomyth idea uh, in some set of terms or another. And it seems to be accelerating a little bit where, where we, we have more and more people who are articulating it in more specific ways. Um, just like this, this conflict between you know, George Lucas and suddenly Dan Harmon and then suddenly uh, Jordan Peterson, who are all uh, identifying this and all kind of taking credit for it at the same time. And I'm sure that there are others and they all have very different political alignments to push with this too, which is weird to me but also like i said you see it everywhere you want to see it so if anyone believes in the monomyth you can apply it to anything you want i'm just rambling now i'm, I'm, I'm yeah so i did notice that it's okay I, you I, noticed i was rambling I, yeah <laughs> I, I i'm victim to it so i i did notice it yes um <laughs> i think the thing is though is that jordan peterson is not the hero he's preparing us for the hero's journey oh. we are all the heroes and he's the sage are you are you perhaps advocating that we rescue jordan peterson yeah, we rescue our father from the underworld. And the thing is, the sage always dies. Once they oh, teach true, all man. there is for us, for the hero to know, they always die. That's true. That's true. Actually, that's, yeah, I, I didn't uh, because I, th I was originally thinking the first thinking time that it. happened was uh, was in Return of the Jedi, correct? Yeah, of course. With, uh, yeah, George Lucas was the first. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that's that's actually that's a great point because uh, of course everyone wants to envision themselves as being the the. Uh, protagonist of the, the monomythic journey, but sometimes you are not the protagonist of your own story. And in fact, usually you're not. And so for Jordan Peterson to be something other than the protagonist is actually in some way genuinely beautiful. Damn. 
<laughs> well, I believe that's a that's a good uh, uh, place for us to kind of just leave off of this subject and move to. It also uh, might be foreshadowing the fact that he might die dead. this year. <laughs> <laughs> or he's dead already. He's probably everything, gonna die this year. Everything is aiming towards that. Everything that he's gone through so far. I mean, towards that. Every moral movement of the universe points. <laughs> um, like you've passed on enough sagely wisdom, just die already. Hey, he, I, he, uh, he gave I, us I, two I, more rules than God did, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grab a, a beer really quickly. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll play some filler music in here. Um, you guys can talk. I mean, you, you have a third person Yeah, we, we can talk. Um, so, uh, uh, Leonard, you, you are you are an academic as well, I assume? Or uh... Uh, I've been out of school for a while, so I'm only... I'm only in the uh, lower levels. Oh, okay, well that's fine. I, I never graduated or got any kind of degree either. So yeah, so pretty much autodidact at this point. Yeah, that's that's my fancy way of saying uh, I I wasn't smart enough to graduate, but I'm, I swear I'm smart enough. <laughs> I'm smart enough to read books. <laughs> um, Honestly, what what I've been finding recently, and I don't want to admit this fact, okay. but uh, most of the like. There are multiple classes of autodidacts. Let me be clear here, because most people that claim that they're autodidacts are fucking idiots. But yeah, also, I mean, most people that go to college are also fucking idiots. Yeah, that's that's but just rest assured. I'm on the top. Yeah, I'm on the top. <laughs> but but most of the people that that, that I've been speaking to, at least in in, in recent uh, recent months, who are um, genuinely autodidactic, are maybe the like the smartest people that I know. Uh, which which is which is wild. Um, so you know, if you uh, if you are genuinely an autodidact, uh, that's yeah, there's that's great. That. I, I but also, actually... if you're just a libertarian kid that that uses that as like a term, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> and then go fuck yourself. Um. <laughs> being being able to read Atlas Shrugged is a uh, is a feat in its own. Yeah, I'm an autodidact because I read one novel on my own. Oh. <laughs> I listen to Tim Pool. <laughs> oh, jeez! Oh, oh, my favorite guy. Oh, is he your favorite? I, I mean, he—he's fucking up there, dude. Because I—I I empathize with him in a very deep way because he and I both wear beanies most of the time because we're afraid of people seeing uh, how hideous we actually are. <laughs> right. um, but uh, also, uh, he confuses me in many ways, um, and I won't get into his philosophy or anything like that, but. Uh, he looks so tiny. He looks like he's he does, five feet he does, tall. Yeah, he does but on the like internet, him. I think it says that he's like six feet, which huh. I swear to God has to be a lie. There's Maybe. no way that that man is taller than five foot four. It's impossible. Maybe it's some kind of optical illusion. <laughs> his 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 uh, his being his seeming small, or someone suffered an optical illusion while trying to measure him. <laughs> no, his his seeming small because it's like if you just see a picture of like Ben Shapiro by himself and you don't have any frame of reference, Ben Shapiro looks like he could be a tall person, right? Does he? he yeah, because he's like thin and long. Have you seen the picture of him next to Jordan Peterson? Though? Oh yeah, no, that's Jordan that's Peterson. There's, there's no, there's no way he claims to be like five eight or five nine or something like that. But like, there's there's Shapiro no, does. Yeah, Ben Shapiro does. It's it's hilarious. Ah. But uh, yeah, he's he's a short little man. Which you know, this is coming from a short little man as well. And you know, you just got to accept that sometimes for what it is. Um. So yes, yeah, yeah. I, or you could get into like. 
it's not called jelking when you do it to your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Bart Simpson try like leg jelking, which is now my term for it? Um, <laughs> am I to understand that jelking is like uh, what masturbation using your? It's where you like stretch oh. out your dick. Oh, yeah, it's oh, where you like what jelking is. Yeah, high yeah. weights to your cock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to try to stretch it out. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hilarious kind of masturbation where you're just kind of like just pulling on your leg <laughs> yeah. or, or, or or you're just like you're 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 doing squats in the air very quickly to like try to yeah, get that's, the weight that's kind of what i was imagining <laughs> just, just getting into that I know how sex works. <laughs> i've had it <laughs> same buddy um <laughs> I'm talking about the motto, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's pivot to some some more news items that I that I think oh, yeah. maybe you gentlemen are, are aware of. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris is the uh, the vice presidential pick for Joe Biden, um, which is awesome. It's very good. It's it's a it's a pretty tone deaf move uh, when there's been I don't know two months of uh protests over over police brutality to uh basically take the uh the cop lady and make her the you know <laughs> right hand to the uh to the executive office um right i mean so just to to be masturbatory uh and sure. to, to quote my own twitter which Ooh. is a thing that only tolerable and good people do um it's uh, an old demented white man employs a cop to help manage troublesome minorities. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I just love the, uh, the, the ID politics on this one. Um, it's like, fucking wild. Like, I, I feel like they genuinely believe that the, this is going to somehow win over like the, the progressive or left some, some way by like, Hey, look, it's a black woman. Okay. Um, right. And, and we could, you know, um, Actually, she she did. Um, so when I did my undergrad, she uh, she was the commencement speaker. Oh, and uh, I thought that she was really actually, and and I mean this genuinely, um, that her speech was phenomenal. I didn't really see any faults in it. She was as uh, present and eloquent as she possibly could have been. Um, and it's because she was not present for it because of a union strike. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that was good. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that. Well, I mean, she, she couldn't dirty herself by mingling with the, uh, with the up uprising of peasants. I mean, to, 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 to be fair to her, and this isn't like a shitty comment, but, but she, she was siding with the union, uh, and, and that was her protest, uh, so, I mean, props to her for doing that at the very least. Uh, that is a genuinely good thing that I think she did, refusing to uh, to, to speak at, uh, at at this thing in order to support uh, the, it wasn't the Graduate Students Union, but it was uh, some other faculty union that was striking at the moment. So I, I, I do appreciate that. But uh, also, it's I'm glad I didn't have to listen to her speak. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it, it's, uh, it's funny to me that, uh, that, uh, Joe would pick, uh, and it's not Joe really, if we're being honest, it's, it's the DNC and some strategists. So, <laughs> Joe doesn't make choices. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't make choices. He, he can barely make a coherent statement. Um, got him. Uh, 
but yeah, uh, Kamala during the early debates, like like railed into him uh, on. Yeah, she was that the girl on the bus. Yeah, she she was that little girl on the bus. She even put that shit on a shirt, uh, for her campaign. Um, and then you know there there was a whole uh, the the sexual assault accusations that came out, and right. and she said that she believed all of the uh, all of the accusers about Joe Biden. Um, well, you you know exactly where people are are going to be actually it, 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 in a bizarre way more supportive of the Biden campaign. I mean, obviously, certain people like. I think all three of the people on this podcast right now are, are less likely to support the campaign now. Uh, but I, I think that some people are going to genuinely be more supportive of it simply because of the fact that they now view her as a uh, minority woman who is because this man has this troubling sexual history and because this man has this troubling racial history that she is in some way kind of a, a maverick that's riding along and like <laughs> willing to kind of put up with this stuff in order to kind of undermine him in this kind of interesting narrative way. Because all politics is, is like a complex sequence of narratives where people yeah. invent different histories for people. And so I could definitely see certain like, lib folks being like oh fuck yeah kamala's gonna get behind joe and now that you know joe i wasn't willing to admit it before but like he has a lot of problems and kamala's gonna come through and like make sure that that shit is kept in line with them in the shade exactly because she's got that strong mommy energy she has that strong cop energy that's what i what i love most about because because I, I i do believe what you're saying is true that people are going to see her as like the uh the counterweight to to uh joe and his um well he's he's a fucking mess obviously yeah. uh, his, and his, his white yeah his, his, his whiteness uh s- certainly a counterbalance to that um but you know uh anybody who's read anything about kamala past headlines knows that she's done a lot to hurt the uh the the black community um one of the major things was the truancy law uh that she supported um i don't know if you're familiar with that oh yes yeah Uh, do do we do we want i I, this is one of the most popular or the one of the most commonly understood problems with her i think but sure um uh I figure most of our listeners know. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to get into it too much, but if if you're unaware of what the truancy law is, uh, basically, um, if your child doesn't attend school enough, then you as the parent can be uh, it's either like fined or jailed or something like that. I think it's jailed if you can't pay the fine. Um, right. So, so you know, just go ahead and imagine which communities that hurts the most. Uh, it's minority communities. Okay, so was office. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I just felt like spilling it out there. Um, so that's one of the major ones. She also, you know, backed a uh, a San Francisco city law or policy that uh, any any arrested, undocumented children would get turned over to ICE and thus separated from their parents. Fucking uh, nuts! It's 
Yeah. That's so, one of the fucking most disgusting ones. I mean, she's sure. done a lot of really gross shit, but like this immigration law stuff is like, that's a, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that's a fucking I, sensitive I, spot for me. If you, were, if you were on Facebook ever, uh, you'd see that I just updated my cover photo uh, to a Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm banned again. Yeah. And Dorian's banned again. He said more stuff about Italians, probably. Probably. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, there's a picture of her floating around with her like... Um, smiling around a bunch of uh, border patrol agents so she's a real cool person um i i will i i i i need to defend myself really quickly mike okay All right do you have a picture floating around of you with border patrol agents no no <laughs> it's, it's not about that this is this is back about the italian stuff oh oh god i say some very well thought out and very precise very very intelligent and important things about the problematic italian community okay and the germans as well right and the fact that they you know there's some problems there and i think everyone's gonna agree with this uh like they're taking our jobs and they (laughs) exist no 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 no, no, they smell kind of funny you know just things like that like they're cooking mostly it's just that their cooking bothers me but then uh, this Cardi B woman, whoever she is, she comes up with this 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 WAP song, WAP, and then everyone's on board with it. <laughs> so people are celebrating her for critiquing the Italians. I think it's a, but uh, I can't do it. It's a short A in 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 that song. WAP. Oh, WAP. I've been saying it wrong all this time. <laughs> I've been I've been spending the last thirty years of my life calling people the wrong slur. Oh. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not sure that people will be offended if you say they're they're WAP. I just I just go down to Little Italy and start screaming about my wet ass <laughs> pussy. <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I I wasn't ready to get into that subject yet, but I think we just sorry. Anyway, the border no, patrol. No, 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 no. It's okay. Get into uh, the wet ass p word. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is a this is a a filler episode. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll go straight to uh, Ben Shapiro. Oh yeah. This this did um, sink onto my ra- radar, though I tried to avoid it. I have not heard him okay. talk about it, but Good. I know about the phrase "wet ass" p word, which is just <laughs> the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah, so uh, let's just go ahead and load this little link up. Well, here. it logically follows that with a wet yeah. ass puppy, you're gonna need a bucket and a mop to clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's not even like an exaggeration of what he says at all. And then uh, I've got some follow on material uh, because obviously he's been drugged relentlessly over this. And he should be because this is like the most weenie shit I've ever heard in my life. I don't Uh, think you really want or need a woman to be all that wet. Right. Because the wetter (laughs) they are, the less friction is involved and you want them to be able to feel it. Hypothetically speaking, if a woman has a wet ass <laughs> keyword and, you know, she's aroused and um, why has my wife never had an orgasm? I am five foot eight years old. Eight years old. That was weird. Five foot, five foot eight. And I am built in such a way correlative to that. And so I am. Never mind. Yeah. You know where I'm going. A new study from Harvard Law came out showing that I have a three inch penis. And that's normal. <laughs> So let's let's go ahead and uh, watch this segment. Um, <laughs> let me know if the sound needs to be turned up for you guys or anything. Oh, geez, how do I escape full screen? 
You look so thoughtful in the thumbnail. Yeah, well, he's, he's thinking very hard about that wet-ass P-word. Logically critiquing. <laughs> so we're going to play a little bit of the video, and then I'm going to read you some of the lyrics to WAP, which stands for a thing. I can't say most of the words in the song. (laughs) I mean, I can pronounce them. But if I I say them aloud, then we will be banned by the FCC. So here is a little bit of this video. So as you can see, there's water pouring out from the front of of a mansion. It's cute that he thinks Okay, here are these two ladies, and then there is just a giant golden butt. Okay, and then there's golden boobs that apparently are spouting water. Um... It's, um, yeah, so this is all great. And then there's some tigers, and this is apparently the tackiest mansion that has ever been. And, um, then there, there's them lying there with a bunch of snakes. And, you know, kind of typical music video kind of stuff, but it's very empowering. This is deeply, deeply empowering stuff. So if you can't hear the lyrics, because it's, because, um, I don't know why you would hear the lyrics, <laughs> frankly. Uh, here are here are some of the lyrics. This is this is empowering stuff, guys. This is like Susan B. Anthony. This is like women fighting for the right to vote. This right here is women fighting for the right to work. Right here, what we are watching is women fighting for the equal right to talk about their wet-ass so first off, I love how he just does this weird pivot into like this is anti-feminism and right. I'm going to make this point because women are free to express themselves and I don't think that's what feminism is about. It feminism right, right, right. is about right. the right to work and and <laughs> have well, equal it's, it's, rights. It's uh, it's it's a really common uh thing for for kind of everyone to do if if they're not uh not arguing um in good faith uh, in good faith yeah and and it's simply to put claims on uh pieces of art especially that aren't (laughs) present in the art anyway and i mean there's certainly a lot that is to be said about the fact that uh, women should be allowed to be sexual uh, and uh, be allowed to do it in uh, uh, just as strong of a sense as men are. And so there's the, you know, that kind of feminist undertone in, in that sense. But uh, it's uh, not my understanding at all that Cardi B came out and said, you know, I'm going to make a feminist anthem about the <laughs> yeah. fact that I get wet. And I think that like there are there are feminist critiques that could be brought into it in favor and against perhaps, but but like I don't think that's the fucking point. <laughs> right? Right, like everything produced by a female artist needs to be like this grand feminist statement. Exactly. And 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 that's that's one of the things that that, that conservatives love so, so much. Uh, and honestly, pe- people on the left do it in a way that's just as irritating, but but maybe not as harmful. Um, but they they place people who are in these these subaltern or minoritarian states, and then place uh, claims and identities upon them based upon these different markers. Uh, and so everything that they do has to come through that lens. Uh, and sometimes that's justified, um, but. Uh, you know, uh, it's pretty obvious when it's in bad faith. Um, yeah, and this is an obvious example of that. Uh, real, real quick, since we're talking about the uh, the subject of feminism and wet ass pussy. Um, Thank you. I love that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> could could we maybe go through like a list of some uh, some some feminist activists and um, like uh, determine whether or not they might have had wet ass pussies as well or? 
All, all of them, hopefully, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, that would be horribly, okay. <laughs> horribly misogynistic. Let's not go down that this road. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. We don't judge We're talking about like innate characteristics of, of, of the vagina. Right. Yeah. Not like t- the, the transitions and wetness. <laughs> So, so Ben has already made this this weird pivot to uh, to uh, this isn't actually feminist because I'm a very smart boy with facts, reason, and logic. That's what WAP stands for. So here are the actual lyrics. Okay, and this is this is not demeaning to women in any way. It's not demeaning to women in any way. It doesn't turn women into sex objects. It doesn't make men think of women in a in a purely sexual fashion. It it, it is women empowering themselves. It is super empowerment. <laughs> You ready? Okay. Um, I will point out that half of, I mean, there are a lot of objectifications of women appearing here, but also correlating with that, there is a huge inclusion of a whole lot of phallic objects, including uh, very prominent beams and snakes. Yeah, uh, snakes so there's a pretty obvious one to me. Right. And so there's there is, I think, just largely an objectification of the human body occurring yeah, here yeah, yeah. Um, where uh, I think what she's saying. And OK, he's correct me if I'm wrong with this. I think she's saying she's got a but, wet ass pussy. Well, yeah, I think that that's that <laughs> might be true. So, what what you is know, the subtext, Dorian? Please. He thinks you doth protest too much. Uh, but no. Um, so is she saying that people, by and large, like to fuck, I be- and she's going I to that. use that for her own economic means. And if this is perhaps troubling to people, which I think there is an argument for this in some way being troubling, that it would be based on the fact that she is exploiting human urges and human wants and needs that are otherwise natural and good for larger capitalistic exploitation and economic gain just a thought i don't know like all of that's fine though but she doesn't make the necessary caveat that this all should be performed after marriage (laughs) (laughs) actually yeah that's a good point all of this is fine it should just be happening after marriage Yeah. yeah why is ben so troubled by this if if he can just place it into that easy framework uh, I think I heard somewhere that uh, uh, Ben Shapiro once said his favorite sexual position is uh, marital. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what, do you, what do you think that position's like? <laughs> I, I imagine it, uh, it involves uh, the careful use of a sheet and a hole cut in it. <laughs> right. I was just thinking uh, missionary, but her legs are shut. <laughs> Actually, no, that would be fine. Uh, go on. Yeah. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. We can empirically read that there are indeed whores in the house. Hypothetically speaking, of course, there are whores in the house. Now, does this look like a house to you? No, this looks like an industrial facility. So, therefore, <laughs> Cardi B is wrong because there are actually whores in the industrial facility. <laughs> okay. I knew those were lyrics in the song. I already knew that that's playing on, it's a sample playing in the background, but but I, hearing him say that was magical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. 
Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effing with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet. He's been saying p word this entire time, and he and he decides okay. just now to to say p word is is a reference to female genitalia. Yeah, what what other p word could that be? Uh, maybe maybe penis. I don't know, but oh, yeah. penis. This is probably <laughs> how his wife. This is probably how his wife dirty talks to him too. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't wow. know what his wife sounds like. She's probably a fine person. But Would you like to partake in this wet app P-word? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just... With your exceptionally long P-word. <laughs> <laughs> so that oh, we can man. make a B-word. <laughs> so we're going to make boobs? <laughs> oh, no, no. He was he was perfectly fine saying boobs, you'll recall, earlier. Oh, did he say boobs? Yeah, because uh, there was some boobs yeah. spouting yeah. water, and he was like, um, and there's some boobs that well. are spouting water. He does say ass, which is very surprising. Yeah, he does say ass as well. This is all in, well, I mean, insanely little, like hypocritical because, like, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, he was on the uh, the Rubin report, and he, he swore, but he, he requested that if he swore Ruben had to censor it because they were like talking about censorship and uh, Ruben was like oh yeah this is this isn't on like uh, daytime TV or anything so we can say whatever and uh, Ben Shapiro decided to do a little spicy and he said a swear word but he demanded that Ruben uh, censor it on his uh, on his show so what did he say I think it was, was like fucker it was like fuck or something fucker. yeah stupid <laughs> Wet ass P word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want a ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like a, a lot more vulgar. Talk your S word, bite your lip, ask for. What's that? Shouldn't he read the more vulgar part if he wants to make this point? No, he's uh, he is far too much of a good boy for that. Oh yes. Recall while you. I mean, come on, he's wearing a yarmulke right now. You're gonna yeah, you're right. gonna make or him. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna make him be vulgar while he's wearing the yarmulke. Or maybe it's just the like, just the ineffable topos kind of thing, where it's just like, oh, it's such a horrible thing, I couldn't possibly explain it. Yeah, yeah, it's like the like the Lovecraftian way of describing a monster. Like it was beyond comprehension. <laughs> you ride that D word. You really ain't never gonna f him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass p word. <laughs> Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass p. Right, so. This is, guys, this is what feminists fought for. This is what the feminist movement was all about. It's not, uh, it's not really about, you know, women being treated as independent, full, rounded human beings. It's about wet ass P word. And if you say (laughs) anything differently, it's because you're a misogynist, you see. Uh, It gets really, uh, really, 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 really vulgar. But I I will admit that when I first saw the lyrics to this song, my first concern as a sympathetic and empathetic human being. Where, where do you think he's going to go with this first concern? Right. 
Huh? I don't know, man. What do you think, Leonard? My concern is that this will encourage people to have sex outside of wedlock. Oh, no, 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 no. You are, you are not nearly being, like, pedantic enough. We'll, we'll just go ahead and watch uh, it. Okay. It's it's so fucking pathetic. My I, first concern... I think... Oh, okay. um, I'm going to invent a thought. Because <clears throat> I feel like if I think of something just awful enough, it might be right. Um... He's thinking that uh, he's he's worried that these women. Um, fuck, I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do no, it. I, it I, it's beyond it's beyond comprehension. You would never think of this. So let's just go ahead. Fuck yeah. Is that these women are describing a serious gynecological condition? Oh my god! <laughs> no. of, course, of course, it's coming in weird pussy shaming because he's never seen a wet one. This is very concerning. I personally have never observed this. Hypothetically speaking, if you have a wet ass pussy, and mind you, my my wife is a doctor, so I I know things about about the doctoring field. Uh, if you if you have a wet ass pussy, you might have a serious gynecological condition, and you should see a doctor. Oh yeah, wasn't that one of his tweets? Yeah, we're about to get into those tweets. Oh my god. Well, first, before we get into that, I would just like to say congratulations to feminism for yeah. finally achieving its goal. I mean, I'm I'm okay with this iteration of feminism. Uh, Honestly, a, a lot of the um, feminist literature that I've read, um, the earlier stuff uh, from the the late 19th, earlier 20th century, uh, does speak a lot about how uh, women's bodies are medicalized in this bizarre way and aren't taken seriously. And uh, it's good that you know Ben is paying a little bit more attention, and he's not just claiming that she's hysterical. You know, you recognize that this is what feminists fought for, and they've achieved yeah. their goal. Yeah. Hence, feminism can come to its 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 conclusion now. Yeah, which it, is what it, achieved, <laughs> it achieved all that it set out to achieve. Yeah, it's it's over now, and we can uh, we we no longer have to uh, be feminists. Yes. So, congratulations yeah. is in order. I can't believe that we beat racism and sexism in a little over ten years. <laughs> Um, I, I would like to point out there there is actually some feminist imagery in this the still that we're looking at, and uh, that's that. Is the, it is it women? Uh, well, it's it's the women are is dancing the underneath uh, the the women are dancing underneath a glass ceiling. Uh, hey. Isn't it funny? I, I'm sure someone's made this joke before. I'm sure it's actually been made a thousand times. But uh, um, wasn't the uh, the the like ballroom that Hillary was waiting in when Trump beat her didn't that have a glass ceiling? Oh, I'm sure it did. I think it did. It, let's we'll just imagine it did. There's there's no point in finding out. Yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll imagine this. It, new it exists now in the uh, in the mythos. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll take a a little peek through at uh, Jordan or not Jordan. Sorry. They're interchangeable people to me sometimes. Uh, ben Shapiro's tweet on the, uh, the thing. Um, so obviously he's been getting dragged for a little while about this. And uh, this is a tweet in response to that. As I also discuss on the show, my only real concern is that the women involved who apparently require a bucket and a mop get the medical care they require. My doctor's wife's differential diagnosis, bacterial vaginosis, yeast infection, or trichomonas. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, because, you know, and, and this is why why Jordan 
Peterson and Ben Shapiro, I think, are kind of interchangeable to me is because they both have like clinger family members that are trying to like i mean not trying to they're <laughs> they are literally riding on the coattails of uh, their more successful counterparts we have uh classically abby who is uh Dude, yeah they bummed me the fuck out I, I didn't know that abby was uh, conservative until recently i thought that like there was a small chance that she was uh you know, not involved in all this bullshit. And oh, I wanted no. that. I mean, I mean because, you know, it's possible. I mean, who believes that they actually her. believe this? I mean, it's it's all in bad <laughs> faith. These, these are just grifters, you know. Mm. Um, but this is a uh, classically Abby uh, at Ben Shapiro choosing not to debase himself by reading the uncensored lyrics of that garbage song is why I'm proud to be his sister. <laughs> That's what I like to call classic. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I Dude, like how that catchphrase. I like how that feeds into her brand. Yeah, no, like that's, that. that's 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 what she, I like to call classically Abby. <laughs> uh, she she is the worst. Um, like she's, she's just she's a worse, lifetime movie. She's like worse than Michaela because uh, uh, Michaela has. I guess sort of like thoughts of her own in a way. Um, yeah, they're bizarre, but she does have them. Yeah, yeah. they're bizarre, but they're like thoughts of her own. And, and uh, Abby Shapiro, or, or maybe Igor has them. <laughs> he has them for her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but uh, she's she's totally like a, a 100% brand person who's just like pushing her brand into everything that she can, and it's like really really sad and pathetic. Um, but also classical because she's classically trained in what the violin same as ben shapiro which is like why they both agree that like well rap is not music you see if you're not proficient at your instrument yeah what you're playing is not music i only listen to you know moonlit sonata (laughs) (laughs) sweet 27 it's not me it's just moonlight sonata and paco bell's canon like on loop (laughs) together for forever (laughs) Those are the only two uh, the only two pieces that exist. Yeah, that's uh, that's my understanding. Yeah. They're classic enough for Abby. Honestly, if any viewer wants to send us any song, literally any song that exists other than Moonlight Sonata or Packable's Canon, because I don't think it's possible, feel free, because I'm convinced those are the only two songs. <laughs> Um, well, I don't think anybody's going to rise to that challenge because, uh, as, as far as I know, that doesn't exist. Uh, so we've, Dude, we've placed we... an impossible, uh, impossible uh, goal before, before our listeners. Is is there is there a website for one of those like deep fake voice things uh, that uh, we can use for Ben Shapiro? Because I need him, and I'm, I'm going to sell myself out here, but I need him to sing for us. Uh, uh, fuck the pain away by peaches. Because <laughs> that, oh god, I believe you mean f word the p word away. Yes, <laughs> pain is a pain is a swear word. I love that he says that he said came too. I mean, I guess like come and came aren't well, necessarily swear words, he, but like neither. Uh, he probably pain. doesn't understand what that means. They're pretty vulgar. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't know what an orgasm is. <laughs> Why, why is everybody laughing? What what is is came a bad word? Is came a bad word now? <laughs> I almost didn't come. How was the writing in the past tense? Hold on. You know what? I probably shouldn't have Google searched uh, Ben Shapiro deep fake, uh, <laughs> even with voice edit. That was pretty high. Yeah. 
Uh, There's a good Jordan Peterson fake where they've got him like reciting like rap, like vulgar yes. rap lyrics. Like there are, it's like rule for life number, whatever. And then it's just like about like getting ass or there, whatever. There's a really good website for Jordan Peterson deep fakes um, that I used so much, but just like, fuck dude. Hearing Jordan Peterson say uh, uh, baby want milk milk. It's just the <laughs> funniest shit in the universe. <laughs> Because baby do want milk milk, you know? <laughs> that's just part of like the... the Sometimes it the, do be the, like that. Yeah, that's the archetype, you know? just That's what baby want. Uh, so this is a... You wanted to hear <laughs> Ben Shapiro singing. Uh, Daniel writes, Dear Ben, as I'm learning about ethics, I'd like to get your input on where you stand. Would you steal a piece of bread to feed your family? Would you steal a piece of bread to feed your family? Why or why not? Well... Daniel, I can really only think of one way to answer this, and it's in musical form. So, and we're gonna have to. Oh, yeah. That's the segue into that. Oh my god! I wasn't even planning on bringing this oh. up. Oh my god! There, out in the darkness, a fugitive running, fallen from God. Falling from grace God be my witness I never shall yield Till we meet face to face Till we meet face to face He knows his way in the dark Mine is the way of the Lord Those who follow the path of the righteous shall have their reward and if they fall as Lucifer fell the flames the sword stars in your multitudes scarce to be counted filling the darkness with order and light you are the sentinels silent and sure yeah you can tell he wanted this to look like a impromptu uh, thing like you can okay. t- you can tell he wanted this to appear spontaneous and like he just knew this off off the top of his head but uh right right the, <laughs> the instrumental the instrumental backing was added by whoever <sighs> uploaded this video but uh, uh you can tell yeah. that he's he's reading the lyrics uh because he yeah, right. there's no way he I fucking knows this oh well he does probably well no he doesn't love you because man shall not lie with man as man lies with woman right that's true you know um, but you know, one of the things that like drives me crazy about Ben Shapiro because I've seen him play the violin too. Sure, I'm not a violinist. Uh, I I could not try. I just it's not going to happen. But uh, I am a classically trained singer, which is a fun fact for everyone to make fun of me for. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> get in the uh, locker, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but the awesome thing about Ben Shapiro with both, as far as I can tell, his violin work, because I've been in uh, work with symphonies a lot, uh, and his singing, is that he's proficient in like a very bare technical sense where like his notes are on pitch. He's not singing totally out of tune. 
his vibrato kind of comes in at the right points, but his voice and just the basic like timbre and everything just sounds like such fucking ass. And it's just like, oh, he's just he's doing the right things. It's just that he's innately awful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's there's probably more to be said about that in his like general life. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pick that apart. Well, he's kind of just talking, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, just, I'm hypothetically speaking. <laughs> Do you guys think that he he honestly because because like of, of course it. None of these people are actually doing facts and logic shit. But do, do, do you think that he's like they're not doing truth tables, sitting around and like <laughs> trying to figure this shit out? Logical truths, right? But 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 do you think that they're genuinely as robotic as they want us to, to think they are? Because that's a fucking sad life. Or do you think that they're like violently impassioned in a really gross way that makes them want to repress that? Uh, and why is it both? Yeah, I was gonna say a little bit of column A and column B. I think, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, any anybody who says that they're pure beings of logic just treat anger as some kind of logical function that they they deal with as well. Like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm angry because I'm so logical. Uh, Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. How like the the, the 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 facts and reason, logic over everything else, crew is always happy to accept anger but uh but sadness uh certain types of pain unless they're like retributive pain um uh happiness things like that are just like not not acceptable and yeah it's it's like the the only emotions that that are allowed when you're a logical person are are emotions that are innately uh, uh, are just I don't know greedy, right? That the innately cruel, greedy emotions that that are harming someone else rather than dealing with or for or buying someone else, unless it is retributive. But that retribution is never feeling with someone else; it's just feeling yourself because someone else did something so well, it's yeah, causal but, i mean you know logically retribution is necessary sometimes so that's that's of okay course. Yeah. of course <laughs> it's just all the feelings that come up when you're arguing with a libtard who just refuses to see the truth <laughs> yeah the woman feels. you've got all the facts you've got all the data all the harvard law studies that prove this <laughs> but the lib- liberals just won't get it i was really hoping um when I went to a more conservative university that they would turn me into a conservative um, and like help me deal with all my my feelings but it just still got those this, huh uh, yeah yeah uh, I'm still I'm still a person it kind of bumps me out I am sorry to hear that that, uh, yeah. uh, that that's a very fatal condition I hear <laughs> So hold, hold the fuck on. Is counterfeit Rothko? Yes, back. that's exactly what I just noticed. I was waiting to, uh, <laughs> the fuck does Ben Shapiro have a fake tiny, which goes against the entire point of Rothko's, by the way? Rothko, and it's it's the red on blacks too, which is a bizarre one for him. Uh, no, I, gar- I guarantee you, if I look up like <laughs> Rothko Prince, it's just to show that he is emotionally expressive. 
if 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 his performance singing Lemiz wasn't enough. Oh, look for at you. that! It's the first fucking one that comes up when you type in right. Roscoe Prince. Friend number three. Yeah. Yep. So he, well, I, I guess that's probably a little bit of a different one. It's it's similar uh, enough. It's, it's from close. the same family. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he literally just looked up Roscoe Prince, got one, and was like, hmm, yeah, so I'm very smart. I I, I own a, a, a sliver of what Rothko was. You know, it's 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 really interesting because I I dated uh, someone for for quite a while whose uh, whose mother owned a, a fake Rothko. Uh, well, it was painted by her daughter, um, but but she was in no way someone that was like supportive of or or would uh, would appreciate uh like modernist or postmodern art or anything of the sort um and these like hyper abstracted pieces of art that are used for like especially when they're shrunk down like that like that's that's i already mentioned it before but like rothko's are so supposed to be huge they're supposed to be overwhelming yeah. with like just giant fields of color but but people who seem to to lack uh, a lot of these qualities, it's also hung really low because he's. I just realized he's really tiny. <laughs> it's like halfway down yeah. the door. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's so he can feel oh, like he's God, above it when he stands on the bed. <laughs> but uh, but but people who lack a lot of these um, like appreciations for this kind of art and would complain about it are also the type of people that will will. Uh, uh, purchase it and hold it in their homes in order to signify that they have the characteristics of appreciating it. And I think that's really interesting. That's exactly what I was thinking is you would think Ben Sharpio would be the kind of person who would rail against this type yeah. of, well, what does this mean? Art, you can just literally paint red on a canvas. Yeah. And it's, and it's Logically art. speaking, of course, this takes no skill whatsoever. Yeah, you would think that he would have some crazy, prodigious, like Italian Renaissance painting in yeah. his room, but not he has like Caravaggio. Yeah, which, which, ironically, I'm I'm more on the uh, the side of I don't really care for Rothko's stuff. Um, but but I did. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of arguments about this. We um, have had some arguments. Most of them ended with crying and kissing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> mostly I, kissing. Most, mostly kissing. But you know, I hide you my tears. I hide my tears well. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I I went to art school and and I have, you know, uh, not not necessarily a distaste. I just don't see what's so special about Rothko. Um, it is funny that the facts and reason guy uh, has has a Rothko, whereas me, an artist, uh, wouldn't wouldn't really care for a Rothko. By the way, uh, just a a quick shout out uh, quick that shout I wasn't out. planning on doing. Shout One of my out, favorite pages. Yeah, right. Oh, oh man. This is gonna be really sad. I'm, I'm gonna get the. Uh, I'm gonna get the. Uh, that, you know what? I'm, this is a promise. This is a, a Michael Deeb's promise. Oh, by, by, by the next podcast, I will have a soundboard loaded up, and we will we will be able to play some cool sounds for all the stuff we say. Oh yeah, um, but um, but one of one of the best theorygram pages uh, on on Instagram is Rothko's Basilisk. He's uh, very, very funny, very smart, and uh, mixes two weird, disparate topics, yeah. uh, and not nearly enough people follow that guy. I think I either have seen that page or I uh, follow it, 
but uh, I try yeah. to share his stuff a lot. It's you like, know what? I yeah, mean, I, I've seen it because you shared it. That's, that's what it was. Weird AI God theory mixed with Rothko is just so fucking awesome. Uh, do we do we want to watch the rest of this video or? Uh, yeah. I think, I think we got I, think it. We I wish everyone could see the thumbnail that's on the mix. Ben Shapiro singing uh, on the sidebar. <laughs> he looks pain. <pained>, yeah. <laughs> He's letting the spirit flow through him. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is Les Mis, which is French for sad people. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. What else do you have for us? Uh, you know that's that's kind of the end of what I have. There was a there was a video about Kamala Harris that I was gonna play um, because it's funny to see the the lack of convictions and and this is before she was even announced as a VP. This is when she was. Oh fuck yeah! So she was being honest. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's honest in a way, which is which is right. the sad part about it. Um, no way. Oh god damn it! This is- it's playing the fucking. This is probably. Okay, so so this is Kamala Harris back when you know everybody was like, "Ooh, who's Biden's VP pick gonna be?" This was uh, uh, June eighteenth. Yeah, the, um, the 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 never years of June. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which do honestly the the time dilation of of this year has been probably the worst ever for me because you know it's incredible. It's yeah. fucking wild, dude. I, you know, I, I haven't gone anywhere, or done anything since uh, the lockdown started. So. Um, it's uh... I've I've blacked out for years of my life, and and it's incredible how fucking slow this is going to be. Yeah, it's... no, exactly. Yeah, I've I've you know I spent five years in the Marine Corps blacking out almost every single night, and uh, this this year. Well, actually, maybe that's why this is going so slow. But I've been <laughs> yeah. drunk this whole time too. I mean... True. Yeah, but uh, that those five years seem uh, shorter than than this year has. Uh, but this is uh, Kamala Harris on the uh, the Stephen Colbert Late Show, um, and and he's pushing her a little bit on you know uh, because this is after she dropped out and then she endorsed Biden, uh, and so Stephen's pressing her a little bit on you know like well why are you endorsing Biden after you uh, basically said you believe he's a rapist and also that uh, he was a segregationist. Um, so so this is just some. some yeah, where's the bride coming from? Just just really quick. Go ahead. I want just a moment for us to remember when some of us, I'll admit <laughs> that I was one of these people, Okay. thought that maybe there was a chance that Bernie could win. Yeah. The moment of silence for that. Just, just <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead. And don't force me something. Oh, damn it. You okay, man? You yeah, there's it? someone singing in the the, the yeah, next room over. It's gonna oh. be eerie. Anyway, so thank you for that. Thank you. That's all I needed. Yeah, we we had a true moment of silence there where none of us. He can still win. Yeah. You, right? you know the the old saying: uh, you you either uh, die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. And uh, you, know. <laughs> you either die a socialist or live long enough to become a neoliberal. <laughs> Yeah, didn't he tweet out his support for Harris joining the uh, joining the bill? Yeah, he, he has uh, he has backed uh, of course, yeah. backed the candidacy of now. So yeah. I only get my news from uh, Instagram story posts. <laughs> <laughs>
It's better than Facebook. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so this is uh, the exchange uh, June 18th between Stephen Colbert and uh, uh, Kamala Harris. And uh, just just the conviction that she has in, in this reply is, is so amazing. And I think, you know, it's, it's a shame that we don't have this uh, right now. I can see the feeling in her face. The most important election in our lifetime. Which, well, from the first off, so she starts off saying, "This is the most important election of our lifetime." When's the last time you heard that? Every election. <laughs> <laughs> Every election, and maybe especially in the 2016 election. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that's a real motivator for people to tell them that this, no, 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 this one is the most important election of our lifetime. This one is importanter. Yeah, it more more importanter. Superlatives are really smart to use. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. From an outsider um, who uh, d- doesn't really know both of you very well, mm-hmm. it, your relationship, which seems like a good one now, uh, really does bring home the, you know, the, 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 uh, the old phrase, politics makes for strange, uh, let's say, partnerships. Because in those debates, you landed haymakers on Joe Biden. Did he avoid saying bedfellows because Biden's a rapist? I, I believe that's why he tiptoed around that subject, yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's, uh, let's say uh, partnerships, uh, consensual partnerships with each other you know, in like politics. In poly. Oh, politics? Ah, nice. Let's just keep going. I mean, they were, his teeth were like chiclets all over the stage. And now I believe you that you're fully supportive of him. How does that transition happen? How do you go from being such a passionate opponent on such bedrock principles for you? And and now you guys seem to be pals. It was a debate. <laughs> Not everybody landed punches Holy shit. I was just playing the game. <laughs> so, so Nothing what, we say on stage matters. Yeah, yeah. so what she essentially just said there is uh, she she entered that debate with no convictions that were uh, last long-lasting past that debate. Um, so she, she challenged him on, on the debate floor uh, in, in ways that she apparently did not genuinely feel uh, she should have or or didn't genuinely care about but but i love how she she kind of like devolves into hysterics repeating the same line over and oh. over again well um, yeah i mean she does that a lot right where, where, where she devolves into to laughing um in response to questions yeah, like, it's, it's how she saves time and it's how she like yeah. softens a lot of the, the blows that she lands on herself oh, we're just having fun here you didn't ask me a question that maybe would compromise my character to the viewer uh, which you know that's not not say that Stephen Colbert is like giving her a, a hardball time or anything no. like that. But, no, okay. but this is like, this, well, and, and this is, this is why if the, if the, the Democrats had any like self-awareness, they, they would understand what they're doing here, which is they're now running two compromised candidates um, who have, yeah. <laughs> who have like absolutely like Hillary was bad enough, but she, she at least seemed principled in some ways. Uh, now you have uh, Joe Joe Biden, who has a long history of uh, poor race relations, and and then uh, Kamala, who you know struck at him about those race race relations and his history of uh, perhaps sexual assault, and now she's just like it was a debate, right? 
Yeah, the way she spells it out, like we're all stupid. Like yeah. it was a debate. Like it should just be taken for granted that it's all just like carnival games. It's right. like a roast session with your friends. Like you're just yeah. roasting. Like, you know how it is. Yeah. We all just say things sometimes yeah. in a debate where we're all trying to be president. We like to joke around, have fun. And that's that's totally the okay, so this is something that no one on the right would say. They wouldn't, uh, to, to fucking Cruz would never respond about the shit that he said to Trump by saying, it was a debate. Um, and it's because of the fact that, that there's this obsession with this gross, ineffectual, mm, totally emotionless, soulless uh, 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 competency and, and technocratic leadership that comes on the uh, on the left or, or or not the left. Yeah, let's just, please, left. please, Clarify, do not, yeah. don't but, throw me under that bus, Dorian. But but but, but, but with the Democrats, with with the the, the center right, right, yes. where there's this 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 constant claim where it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm on the I was on the debate team. I kind of still am. The reason I did it was it was tactical. It was just a thing that we do because of the fact that, you know what, sometimes you got to do the thing, but well, we never mean it. It's also we like, never really mean you know, it. You know, something that I've, I've noticed in the professional world is a lot of times uh, people will be much different outside of like the meeting room than they are in, oh, in yeah. inside the meeting room. And it's like we were just talking business back there, you know, let's not get all wrapped up and who called who a liar while we were talking about, you know, this meeting or uh, nothing personnel, but yeah, exactly. It's uh, n- nothing's personal. It's all just business. Um, and that's why the fucking, the, 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 um, the center right or whatever the fuck we want to determine that this is. Uh, I mean, that's one I mean, reason it's... to fucking fail so much. And it's, it's all under the same, category of, 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 of the, that I, I believe is the, the primary reason but which is that there there's no overarching narrative that holds things together that everyone believes in but that that they're just fucking empty masks i mean the, oh, yeah. the, the, the people on the right are fucking ghouls but at least they're ghouls down to the center yeah, like at least, at least, at least you they can want identify to stop the blood out of your body Whereas these people are just, they're, they're algorithms. They're means testing the way to fucking kill you. And then they'll keep moving on and they won't even remember the fact that your flesh tasted good. Like it's, <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. They're, ah, oh, God damn it. And the, the fake laughing, the fake laughing is the perfect sound. Yeah, so let's, to let's, let's watch the rest of this because, Democratic Party. Yeah. Yeah, please. Sorry. The rest of this is great because she just, Losing my fucking mind. Completely devolves and uh Oh good. Like you did though. <laughs> it was a debate. <laughs> oh so you don't mean it. It was a debate that the whole reason literally it was a debate. It was called a debate. I understand. Travel to the debate. There were journalists there covering the debate where there would be a debate of differences of opinion and issues. Okay. I am right. one thousand Pause. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's 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 eight times, by the way, that she mentions it's a debate. Oh no, that's what I love about this clip is she she goes and, into like complete hysterics almost. Uh, right, but but it's not hysterical. 
which makes it worse. Exactly. If it was just for losing her fucking mind, it would it would be like, ah, it's humanizing. But in the end, she still comes around and, and uses this as a weird way to like ease in. Yeah, he and I disagree on fundamental things. Oh, no, no. Uh, she, the, she the, says the, it's, a, it's a matter of opinions. So right, it's, right, it's an exactly. opinion of hers that uh, she believes all of the, uh, the, the allegations against yes. him. So, and so, so there, there, are, there are layers to the ways that they disagree or the reasons or whatever. Exactly. Uh, like, oh, these are things that can be disagreed on whether or not you're a segregationist, right? Right, right. Exactly. And, but but, but in, in the end, even without her referring to it as an opinion, she's still ultimately fessing up to it, but she's easing back in, which I, I don't know if she used the laughter as a way to buy time or just to soften it, but it just, it brings back that creepy fucking feeling again, right? Yeah, for sure. Let Leonard, I think you wanted to throw something in here. I thought I heard your voice in the background. I don't know. It's just Igor. Oh, that was, yeah, that was just, just Igor the, That was just Igor. Uh... He was sharpening the blade. <laughs> <laughs> Is is Igor getting the blade ready? Because uh, is Igor a Maoist, perhaps, and he's he's very anti landlord, or like he he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Igor sharpening the blade? Can you please channel him for a moment and and explain what's going on? I don't know. I just I've been I've been noticing, and this is completely unrelated. Where Ben Sharpio had the uh, the Rothko in the back, the counterfeit Rothko. She's got like a counterfeit, like Alberto Giamatti. Yes, Giamatti, yes, right? In the back. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She got the fake Giamatti in the back, and then uh, I, th- I think there's some kind of like Easter Island thing on the right over there. But <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to figure out what the what the hell yeah. that is. What yeah, I'm, I'm glad you noticed the statue in the background because that was bothering me as well. And the like diploma or something. I think I said Giamachi and I meant Gia Kamadi. That's my bad. Or Gia, Gia, no, Gia Kamadi, I think. I might be messing up my fucking Gia Kamadi or something like that. Gia Kamadi sounds right. (laughs) I'm an art student. I know art. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you and I see the autodidact win again. Um, So, Mike, when when you and I live together, whose art do we have on the walls? On the walls? Oh, I, I don't remember. You had some something. art that like you and I or or our girlfriends or something made. Yeah, a combination of all those things because nobody's going to buy my art, so I might as well hang it on my own wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then like we had, I mean, I, who, who else are we like fronting about? There, there was a, wasn't there like a drawing by Picasso or something that someone owned? Oh, or like a thing, um, not not a real one, obviously. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. And then some kind of a uh, Hunter S. Thompson thing, right? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So just with with just to clarify that we are very we're cool the type dudes. of people that want you to believe that we're cubists. <laughs> <laughs> well it's uh the work from picasso wasn't from his cubist stage uh it's more of like a sketch sort of thing yeah, yeah it was just yeah yeah a little like uh freehand just little little drawing yeah yeah um, I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to have like total clarity. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like we don't have fake art, but we're not like. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean everyone does it. But but Leonard, could you clarify that there is nothing in here but like weird ass 
stamps and like ikea art that my landlords put out it's just all blown out pixelated pic pictures of like goats <laughs> just all over the place oh, i didn't know you, me- i didn't know you brought those pictures with you i, I was wondering where <laughs> I mean, you gave them to me so i i, yeah. I had to they're i love just, you they're just gaping open yeah that's actually my goatsy cosplay um <laughs> if you could please rate it on a one to ten uh, i'd appreciate that just real quick dude that would be so awesome to go to comic-con as like lemon party and go see <laughs> <laughs> now now if, if you go when as, old, if you go as going lemon party is that like a three-person costume <laughs> or <laughs> I, I don't remember how many dudes there are on lemon party actually i think there's probably four but uh, yeah, there was a lot of them like six yeah. seven it's more lemon party i thought there were and, like and, two or three and, no maybe yeah. it was it was so it was so impactful that maybe i uh, yeah i mean my my entire youth was shaped by uh websites by i shouldn't have visited as a 13 year old dude i never mind i'm gonna cosplay as mr hands oh was that the jar no, Mr. Hans was the guy getting <laughs> fucked to death by a horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, Lemon Party's just two guys. That, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, there's a third oh, one God. at the bottom, right? Out. Is there a third? Because I, I, I only I see the top half. Oh, no, there is a third because he's doing the important work. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Important work. The dirty work. Someone's got to do it. I'm I glad that my, my memory of uh, Lemon Party is so good <laughs> that I uh, not not only called how many there were, but uh, argued with you after you tried to tell me that it was different. <laughs> you, you know what's incredible? Is Lemon Party used to be like impactful internet shit. Oh, I feel nothing when I look at any of these images anymore. Dude, I, I still feel maybe a, a slight discomfort when I look at glass ass. Yeah, that, that's a little bit too far. I Which is funny because, like, I don't know. I don't know why that's funny. That That is a disturbing thing, or it should be. But um, I remember showing a girlfriend a, like, all of this gross internet shit because we were going to spend a bunch of time apart, and for some reason I decided that our last night together was going to be like... <laughs> Me showing her horrible shit from the internet. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Exactly. She's like, yeah, that will distance you from someone. Yeah. Um, but so, like, I showed her, uh, I showed her uh, Mr. Hands, which I could have, that was the one that was most disturbing to me when I was a, when I was a youngster. Uh, Lemon Party, Tub Girl, Glass Ass, Goatsy. What else did I show? Like I showed her everything. I just went to the gamut. There was meat spin. Meat spin, of course. Oh, meat spin. Yeah, yeah, that's like a big one. bag that had that like sauce <laughs> on. Right. There was uh, uh, what was the one of the guy like smashing his balls and cutting up his dick? B and the Yeah. Right. Right. I've never I, seen. I, that. I showed her parts of that. That's the one I've never seen. Um, but uh, but the one that really upset her in the end because she watched this shit with like straight face no reaction which mm-hmm. shows why she dated me but uh yeah i mean tub she, girl, she, yeah tub girl was the one that really upset her hmm. and it's isn't that weird and and i guess it's just like people have responses to other people's pain and people have responses to just like built i guess what was tub girl it was a woman that was like spraying shit yeah, up like into a tub that she was in fountain wow. shitting like, into her own face it's so good. I don't know if I've seen that one. Man, I've... All right. It's, it's somewhere on the internet. It's fun using girl. Okay, well... This was all about live reactions, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Live, live reactions Harris, are good. <laughs> Damn it. These are all... It's hard to find yeah. those videos nowadays. Yeah, yeah these nowadays. are all pictures of sexy girls in tubs. And they're all, like, behind paywalls, too, a lot of 
Yeah. It's it's really sad how how uh, our our freedoms have been diminished on the internet. We we can no longer look at <laughs> so, Tub Girl so freely. With the Tub Girl, wasn't she like? Didn't she have like orange juice in her ass or something that she sprayed up? Or I I couldn't tell you what the story behind it is. Um, That's never... all I remember. Is is it like looked a little off? And then I learned something about like. Yeah, I mean, it, there's no yeah. way that I could just. I mean, there there is a way that that could probably be shit. No, I've, but, uh, I've had I've had some interesting ones. Oh, that's what I always thought about: two girls, one cup. Yeah, it's just ice cream. The way it it's just, just ice cream you're eating out of people's asses. Yeah, nothing yeah. weird about that. Looking like some rocky road. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is as close uh, to the original as it can be. Oh, yes. I've seen the image before. Yeah, yeah. is that hot? I'm glad that that's a, like an album cover. I think my favorite <laughs> part about that, grind. It, it, grind album cover. and I hope I'm not misremembering this, but I think my favorite part about Tub Girl is that the uh, the WAP uh, is censored. <laughs> Very nice, nice. Yeah, Very exceedingly wet. It was not, and then it was very quickly. Yeah. All right, we got this, friends. Peter's gonna eat. Oh man, where are we at on time? Oh, we're actually. Oh uh... no, you can't forget the other one that like upset me when I was younger. Okay. Was the uh, I mean, there's a few of these, but the the video of the man uh, prolapsing during a squat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking intestines pouring out of his blood hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a fun one. I don't remember what that one was called. I don't think it had a name. I think it was just. I like, don't think so. Yeah. I was always like kind of paranoid about that when I was younger, and then I realized I'd never be that strong. <laughs> I'll never be strong that. enough to shit out my own organs, and somehow so, that that uh, makes you feel like, like less of a man. Like some some prolapse fetish video where the dude just like pops it straight out like on a napkin or something. Oh like that. man! <laughs> Looking like a big old like red beehive. <laughs> a slick red purple beehive. You see, this, this this stuff is funny to me uh, as as I think back on it. But I finally realized that I don't like saying this stuff. How traumatizing it like? like oh yeah, it was definitely <laughs> traumatizing. And I, like I knew it all along that it was like really fucking me up. But I realized that I didn't I didn't like seeing new ones anymore. Um, maybe like four years ago when a buddy of mine uh, sent me a video of this like disabled guy getting jacked off by a nurse or something. It was just like apparently a medical thing that like was required or at least that was the narrative behind it. And he's like, this is fucking hilarious. I'm like, no, this is, yeah. this is really sad. Yeah. It's really <laughs> sad. Makes me feel bad. Like... I grew a conscience. <laughs> Man, look at look at you admitting to human growth. That's a, I did it, guys. That's a that's a nice humble brag you threw in there. Oh, I guess I grew as a person. I don't know. Maybe all it just... took was a couple prolapses, charge <laughs> shattering in a man's ass, ass spraying all over my face. <laughs> but in the end, we grew up. I became a person <laughs> <laughs> so uh we've we've reached the uh the minute 50 mark about now um i think this is probably a good time to call it unless you guys have any uh, last thoughts you want to leave everybody with uh, i didn't have first thoughts that, that's probably true last thoughts Fuck first you, thoughts. Mike. hey hey man. i'm your I'm smart sorry. friend well i'm not don't 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 confirm or deny that it's gonna hurt either way i was gonna i was gonna say something diplomatic like you're my academic friend dorian don't say that either that hurts more oh i'm sorry 
<laughs> You're right. This uh, this isn't therapy, and we shouldn't get into that. Call me pretty. <laughs> Uh, off air only. I don't want people to think right. that. Yeah, we're, sorry. Uh, move yeah. on. Move on. This is, is this a, over now? This uh, well, I haven't stopped recording, uh, but I'm about <laughs> to. So I'll, I'll do my little sign off thing. Um, if you would like to follow Leonard on the Instagrams, his at is uh, at communicating vessels. Uh, if you'd like to follow Dorian, he is at Dank Deleuze. Uh, if you'd like to follow this podcast, which I'm probably sure you already are uh, it's at benzo rehab dungeon and you can find us very easily on facebook uh, by typing in benzo rehab dungeon into the facebook search bar um thank you all for listening and please take your medicine love you, love you. adios bye